0: Hey guys, it's Riley here, and I'm here with our fourth official episode for the Hash It Out podcast for the academic year. As we stated in our first episode, we're going to explore a dialogue approach that is centered around discussing and understanding social justice issues that are related to the United States. A content warning is in effect, so listen for your, at your own discretion. So today, for the first segment, we're going to be discussing the role of imperialism and colonialism in shaping geopolitical landscapes. Basically, what I mean by that is I'm going to be talking about the role of imperialism and colonialization in shaping the world that it is today. In the second part of the episode, I'm going to be talking about the whitewashing of Thanksgiving, basically going in depth about what really is Thanksgiving and why do we celebrate it, and basically what is the real truth about Thanksgiving rather than what we have perceived it to be. So if you all remember from our second episode, we talked about the political conflicts in the in the Middle East and how the U.S. has routinely intervened in these conflicts, more so within the 21st century, primarily for the self interests of mostly oil companies and the U.S. government as a whole. This is what some would refer to as neocolonialism. But what is colonialism and neocolonialism anyway? Kwame Nukama, a pan-Africanist and decolonization revolutionary from Ghana, describes neocolonialism in his 1996 book, neocolonialism the highest stage of imperialism as neocolonialism like colonialism is an attempt to export the social conflicts of the capitalist countries the temporary success of this policy can be seen in the ever-widening gap of the richer and the poorer nations of the world," end quote. Basically what Kwame describes is the exploitation of developing of what we would consider to be developing countries, social conflicts in order to benefit the self-interest of the more what we would call developed historically Western countries. This has been exhibited within the later half of the 20th century into the 21st century. Historically Western nations have been engaged. imperialism and colonization of non-Western countries then subjugating the native population while also bleeding out the resources for their own profit we've seen this propagated with the colonization of the Americas the colonization of Hawaii and Puerto Rico the scramble for Africa and other types of conflicts such as the Vietnam War, the colonization of Southeast Asia um, Dutch colonies in in the in the Caribbean, um other types of instances of colonization. The decolonization period of the 20th century marked the national liberation struggle of colonized groups against colonialists. The colonialists still hold ties, unfortunately, to the colonized groups through neocolonialism. The U.S. government has participated in the politics of imperialism and neocolonialism through proxy conflicts, especially during the Cold War, sweatshops, and the presence of military bases. So basically, the United States has set up a lot of military bases within countries um, all across the globe. So what I'm basically describing here is how imperialism has kind of shaped uh political conflicts within certain countries um that can be a a direct result of it social conflicts um resource wars and stuff like that can be a direct cause um a direct consequence i mean of um imperialism and colonialization. um We've seen from my history books, you know, of European colonization, um, the destruction of just natural landscape, the cultures, the silencing of cultures of, of native groups, um, within these, within these countries in order to benefit the profits and the companies and the governments of Western countries. We've all seen it before. We all know what happens. So, now I'm going to move into our second, um, segment. Okay, great. So, welcome back. So, for this next segment, I'm just going to be focusing on, um, colonization in the Americas and basically the holiday of Thanksgiving. Since it is November, or it will be November in a couple of days, um, I just wanted to talk about the holiday of Thanksgiving. We all know what Thanksgiving is, right? You know, you come together with your family, and you eat turkey, and you do all this other stuff. You know, mostly it's the day of eating where your grandparents and your grandma make the greatest food ever. You know, I know with my grandma, she makes really good cookies, and she makes really good sweets, and she makes good mac and cheese. But I digress. (laughs) I digressed. Anyway, so basically, we all know what Thanksgiving is. Um, Basically, like, the, the first Thanksgiving, you know, remember in school, everyone dressed up as, like, the pilgrims or, you know, the Native Americans. And we did this whole play, and we learned about how, you know, the America, you know, the American frontier was populated by, you know, settlers from England, and they came over here for religious, you know, saving themselves from religious persecution, etc. Um, but yeah, so we all know the story of the, th- of the first Thanksgiving, you know, the pilgrims come on the Mayflower in 1621, bearing down on the Plymouth Colony. And, you know, settling there and then trying to build a town and, you know, being helped by the um, Native Americans there, doing all this other stuff and basically surviving the first winter, which they all, um, most of them died. And we all know the story. Um, So basically, that's how usually it is portrayed in America. However, there's a more of a, uh, more of a myth kind of thing I feel like within you know the political context of you know how America was founded and settled it was mostly by Europeans who came over from um, from European countries and they came because of fertile land and stuff like that and whatever that's usually how it's been portrayed um but I it's mostly because of laying acquisition by governments. Um, as we know, monarchies still ruled the um, European countries still at that time. And they were trying to expand their holdings within, um, within the globe. So that's usually how the age of exploration had started, was this kind of... Um, explorers would go out and find other lands to claim for their, whomever they were working for. So let's say Christopher Columbus was working for the Spanish. So he went over the Atlantic ocean and said to the indigenous populations there, Hey, you know, this is, this is Spanish land now. Now y'all have to like move out of here. So, that's basically how it happens. Usually, these governments would try to expand, expand their holdings and just do it by any means necessary. It was often pretty violent, though. You know, the indigenous people would often be subjugated to working in the, in the mines almost forcibly uh, by, you know, these these settlers. They would make them work in the, in the mines trying to get all this other stuff and trying to grow crops and try to show them how to grow crops. And then they would often take those crops. Uh, the settlers would often take those crops and sell them. And then they these indigenous people were often subjugated to slavery. Um, and they were often killed, not only by, their, by the settlers, but by diseases that the Europeans were bringing over. We all know the story. You know, we all know the historical context behind this. The, the Europeans have brought over smallpox and other diseases um, and the indigenous people did not have any exposure to these diseases. So they often died in great numbers from these diseases. Um, specifically, in the sixteen hundreds, um, the Massachusetts Bay Colony, which I feel like it was a, more of an expansion of the Plymouth uh, Colony, um, had grown uh, significantly, especially within, you know, the upper East Coast. So, what had happened in sixteen thirty seven? The governor of that particular um, settlement had had um, encamped around this settlement of Pico, or Peacot, a Peacot village, Um, Governor Bradford um, ordered the militia in that um, particular area to conduct a night attack on sleeping men, women, and children of uh, the Peacot village. And General Bradford had used, um, religious, uh, under, uh, religious, um, undertones in order to, um, to justify the, the, um, the massacre. And I was reading this article earlier today and it was from, Al, um, it was from a website called Al Jazeera. And basically it, it basically, documented the entirety of um, basically settler, settler colonialism um, within the Americas. Um, so, a quote from this says that in a 2015 paper of the On the undisputable genocide of of Native Americans, Dunbar uh, Dunbar Ortiz explained point blank that settler colonialism in general requires a genocidal policy and that Euro-American colonialism as an aspect of the capitalist uh, economic globalization from its beginning, a genocidal tendency." basically what that means is that the the settlers who came from Europe had, um, been ordered by their governments, had been said by their governments, hey, there's free land out in the middle, um, not the middle, but, like, out, um, across the ocean. There's free land that we just discovered, so you can have that sort of land, but they did not, um, they didn't realize the fact that a lot of these people were there. And if they did realize that, then, um, they're just like, oh, we didn't, we don't care. It's our land now because we, we found this land and they just didn't, they didn't care. Um, and that was just, that was just the, the beginnings of, um, the colonization, you know, um, the 400 year subjugation of indigenous people communities all across the um, continent uh, being subjugated to this kind of tightening of their land traditions and other things by these by these settlers who came from the middle of like who came from nowhere and they were being forced onto these you know reservations up, up until um up until the, the 1900s. So, you know, it's kind of a dark, dark period in which Southern colonialism and the greed of European monarchies had forced these people onto, onto nothing. And they were often either A, killed, B, subjugated, violently or see um had were cultures were completely ripped apart and that's basically how, you know, the distortion happens between um, you know, what we've been taught in school about um about thanksgiving you know oh they want to say oh the 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 settlers and the indigenous people were all friends and stuff like that and everyone got along yeah that's a joke we all know it's a joke they were often killed they were often um they were often killed they were often sold into slavery the women um were often sexually assaulted by white settlers, they were often sexually abused, and then they had to bear the the children of these settlers. It's just... It's just such a disgusting display of settler colonialism. And basically, how it kind of warps into this sort of thing of being like, oh, well, you know, we're going to have a holiday, American holiday, of how... You know, oh, well, Abraham Lincoln was like, oh, we're gonna have a holiday of this, and we just don't. We're not. We're not gonna care about you know what it had done in the past, you know. And then you know the thing about Mar- Abraham Lincoln making a federal holiday was that he had also had ordered the execution of of, of a couple of Native folks for a crime they did not commit, and so you know. We- how are you gonna make that into a native into that into the into a national holiday and then you know continue the subjugation of indigenous people through that manner? It, 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 you just see the cognitive dissonance, you see the distortion of past, present, and the the idea behind Thanksgiving is just a bunch of lies, basically. So Basically, I'm going to discuss the subjugation of indigenous people to the present day. We, um, we are, uh, as I stated before, um, they were often forced into um, reservations um, through manifest destiny, and then up until about the 1900s, you know, they were often forced onto these um, again reservations. And then you know we see it, we see it in Canada with um, missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. Um, that's a phenomenon of um, Indigenous women and girls being um, murdered or disappeared, and that's a whole phenomenon in Canada and also in the United States as well. Um, mass incarceration. Um, Often affects indigenous people uh, um, as well. Um, n- no access to you know tribal lands or um, water reserves because those are often um, occupied by companies um, to sell water. Standing Rock. As we know, Standing Rock was a protest in 2016 to, um, uh, to, um, protest the building of the Dakota Pipeline. And that was going through a, I think it was a Sioux, um, reservation, I believe. I think it was a Sioux-Lakota, um, reservation. And the protest had lasted, um, a couple of months saying that they couldn't build, um, a pipeline through there because that was just infringing on the rights and the self-determination of the Sioux people and their lands currently. So, basically, the entire era of settler colonialism um, basically shaped this this myth around Thanksgiving as being like this happy holiday where we you know, Remember the pilgrims and how they were friends with the indigenous people and if they can do that then you know we can give thanks to what we do and it's just like no that's that's not how it happened you know there was the brutal subjugation of thousands of people um, under you know the idea of taking land from people taking land from other people that were already living there you know and they did it because of a racist, uh, racist undertones and b because of, you know, the idea of capitalistic monarchies in Europe at the time had totally stolen land because they thought that they had rights to it. And that's just how it does that sort of thing. So, basically, in this whole entire instance of what I just said, basically, Thanksgiving is not what we think it is. It's not what we think... It's going to be, you know, it's not what it is. It's not coming together and whatnot. I mean, it is, but the history behind it is so distorted within lies. And I want all of you to understand that because it's just not what it is. And that is on that. So... To wrap up, I just want to know what your thoughts are. What do you guys think on this particular topic? I know this topic was a little bit heavy. Um, There might be a lot of differentiating opinions on what this topic brings to you. And I want want to know what y'all think about this. So at the end of this episode, I want y'all to either A, leave a comment or B, you know, let me know what y'all think about this. Because this is a very... Um, topic that is pretty relevant to this day, um, especially as we're seeing um, decolonization movements in Hawaii and Puerto Rico right now, you know, this kind of topic stays relevant um, with each passing century. So let me know what y'all think about this. I want y'all to kind of ruminate about this. Okay. All right. That sounds great. So, um, I'm going to wrap up here for for now. So, I want to thank all of you, all of our listeners, for tuning in to our fourth episode. Um, Do leave a comment on what you think. Like I said before, um, we'll see you guys in another two weeks with another episode. Until then, stay informed and stay intentional, folks. Have a great Halloween.